Welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. Uh, today, you know, we got a, we got a, we got a, it's breaking news. We got a, we got to examine the bad superhero tropes of Marvel, DC, and all the independent comic book superheroes. I got to do it. I was, uh, I was listening to the Joe Rogan, Joe, whoa, getting experience. And he was like talking to Michael Malice about terrible superheroes for like t two seconds. And I was like, wait a minute. There are a lot of shitty superheroes that have yet to be explored. So I started searching them on Wikipedia. And you know, you start with like the, you know, the mutants are real, you know, they, they got like a thousand mutants characters. You can kind of go down the list and go, these are all shitty. A lot of them are shitty. A lot of them are derivatives of like, oh, they're psycho, psychosomatic, psychometric. Oh, they, you know, acid man spits acid in his in people's faces after being dipped in a pool of acid and re realizing his genetic makeup can, uh, you know, can handle the acid it's, and it's actually working. His his DNA is bonded with acid. You know, it's there's these these fucking there's the thing. You think about the the thing. He's just rock man. He's just rock man. Mm -hmm. Black Panther, Catman. He's technically Black Catman. You know he's. You see him and he always his villains are in trouble. You know because they got t t thirteen years of bad luck when a black cat walks by or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. So for fear of uh, you know. Copyright infringement. We'll go down a list of the uh, unwantable characters. You know, but I gotta get I gotta get some of the some of the main character. I mean, Catwoman, pretty fucking cool superhero. Cat girl. It's what every single girl dresses as uh, as Halloween, basically. It's like a it's like a standard now. Cat girl, the little uh, e girls dressing up in cats. It's the thing, sexy Catwoman. But the movie itself, Catwoman, Catwoman, for with Halle Berry, as sexy as it could have been, oh, it was garbage. It was just garbage. It didn't, plot didn't really make sense. I didn't know what was going on. She's a cat, so she roamed free. She didn't have no love interest. It is just a terrible plot device, just to get, you know, Halle Berry in a fucking leather cat onesie. Uh, but yeah, Catman, way worse. We don't want to see a dude with his junk all pressed up. Eh, you know what I mean? You don't want to see that. You don't want to see a guy, you know, a, a guy in a cat fight. That's just gay. Uh, all right, let's dive into this. So these are a lot of like, and and I'll try not to get bored with uh, with this uh, list because it's extensive and long. Hmm. So, Burning Laser Eye Man, Cyclops, terrible superhero right off the bat. Cause they don't really explain what the heck he 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 looked at at a nuclear fission reactor or something, and and he's got fucking eyes that just fucking burn. It's like radiation or or some sort of laser beam shooting out of his eyes. It's just fire eye guy. It, it just doesn't make sense. Cyclops. I never understood it as a kid growing up. I'm like, 
because sometimes he can control it and to heat up a cup of coffee he'll just look at a cup of coffee in the comic books so you're like is there like a setting for his eyes does he squint when he's like trying to focus on just you know laser pinhole trying to maybe like break off a lock so he's just like instead of just blowing down the whole door it's 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 very uh his his powers are very ex machina it's just it's just one, one time he could like blow out a planet with this fucking laser beams uh, another time he can fucking take off his girl's bra it's like precise he's, he learns how to control his eyes it's fucking the dumbest shit ever uh the punisher he's just a mad man and sad that his family died that's it he's, the punisher doesn't have any superpowers Punisher is just really like he's Max Payne, just a bunch, just a bunch of fucking alcohol bottles and and, and adrenaline pills. He, you know he's on steroids clearly, and he, he fucking he's probably smoking PCP in his basement, bro. Like just being <laughs> being angry it is a terrible f the well the Punisher. What does he do? Well, he punishes. Write that down. That's actually gonna be, give him. Give him a fucking whole TV spin-off series. Mm. And his best friend's Luke Cage, a black man. Diversity. Now, the Joker's a good character. He's a good character. He's just, they basically built a whole franchise of DC Batman with the Joker. He's the Green Goblin to the Spider-Man, right? But his superpower is to laugh at evil. Eh. It's his superpower is to just laugh off bad crimes that he's committed. Is is a super is a bad superhero. Great character, terrible and great actors. All these that play the the Joker. So you know the the then the Riddler, the Penguin, Two Face, all super shitty fucking super villains with a laundry list of questionable flaws. Like well the Riddler. His power is to hit you with a riddle that makes you question your society, man. It's horrible. The penguin? I think he just wears a penguin tux. I, I have yet to establish what the penguin guy does other than he's a mob boss. Like, you know, like some high-ranking, you know, you know, Jeff Bezos character type. But he's a penguin. Like, does he slide into his enemies? Does he freeze? He freezes, I guess? He hits them with liquid nitrogen? I don't know. Too many questions to be asked for a penguin. Two-Face. Literally a guy that just got his face blown off. That's his power. His power is that he has half his face missing. And he... In, in, in his fit of, of sometimes he goes good and sometimes he goes bad that's it that's his power his power is the cho power of choice he can make a decision and, and he could he could turn on you in a second two-face it's horrible it sucks all right let's keep going i'm gonna get into you know engage my chair into power mode because we gotta gotta power through this okay now, Professor X and Magneto, badass as fuck. But every D-list X-Men and woman deserve to die by fire fist mutant. You know, the fire guy mutant. All right, so Lizard Boy with the lizard tongue. He's got the long tongue and he can, you know, he can, he can lick you from a mile away. Trash. Lockheed. 
is a badass dragon. He's you know Loki, crazy dragon. Now his powers are fight, uh, flight, you know, flying dragon. He turned into a dragon. Good, it was a pretty good power. Uh, and spit fire. But on Wikipedia mutants, his third ability is empathy. Oh wow, so great for a dragon to have empathy. We want we want our fine fire fire breathing lizards, you know, bent on hell and destruction to also feel a little bit of empathy for his you know, for the we want a dragon with feelings. That's what we want. That's what we want DC. I think it's DC. Oh oh no, it's oh yeah, this is mutants. My bad. This is all Marvel. This is all Marvel shit. Lockheed the uh the dragon with feelings. Trash. Longshot, aka Bullseye. They're both different superheroes slash villains, but dude with a perfect aim with perfect aim is literally just the guy with a laser on his gun or auto aim on his drones. Garbage. Garbo. Garbo. Now Dazzler. This girl is the uh their abilities are flashes. No, she flashes hopes to be fighting enemies prone to epileptic seizures. Also, here, I'm gonna put this back up so I can lean. Also, you know, Dazzler is a trained singer, dancer, actress, and she can also roller skate at a professional setting. That's what Dazzler does. Dazzler hits you with fucking a fucking disco ball of light, and and she just hopes that it, it blinds you. She's she's basically a flashbang. That's it. That's what all her power, powers do. Now, Forge abilities is to build things. So he's a fucking renegade construction worker without city permits to renovate. It's horrible. He's he's he gets shut down by the city once a week for for you know not having the correct permits. He doesn't even have a license to build things. He's just he didn't he never went to school. He never got his degree. He's just built. He just has the ability to build things. He's the common. He's a common uh, baby boomer. That's it. Or, yeah, a boomer. He's a common boomer, dude. Forge. Yeah. Okay. Keep going on. Maggot, a flamboyant South African mutant whose slug-based digestive system allows the stomach to digest cool items. Also, Maggot has a second ability, or his passive power is the ability to dismantle the fabric of reality with his mind through psychometrics. Maggot. <laughs> That's his second ability. His first ability, obviously, being named Maggot. He can digest things with his slugged, slug-based digestive system. So he can, he can, he can, he has the power to eat dirt. You know what I mean? Which is, is why he could term the, the nickname Maggot. But he can also dismantle the fabric of reality with his mind. He could also break down the entire, the entire fabric of reality that surrounds and consumes us all. But I mean, also much like the dirt that he consumes, it's we just call him like dismantler or something like that, and just don't even don't even talk about the slug-based digestive. But he's a nigger from Africa, South Africa, the mutant. So he's eating dirt and worms. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking stupid. There's these mutants, and then we're not even halfway through them. No, uh, Stacy X with scaly skin. She has the power of uh, pheromone manipulation. You know, pheromone manipulation. 
so she can basically get her enemy to smell bad things. She's got the power of a skunk and a, on a good day, you know? And on a bad day, she smells like rotten fish. That's, yeah, I mean, she just messes up the pheromones. I don't know what... I don't know what you expect from a, from a celebrity that gets, uh, or not a mutant. You're fighting a superpower, or a superhero with the superpower to manipulate the pheromones. So what, do you start smelling things and get you, get you in a frenzy? Does she just get dudes hard with the, the scent of a smell? She looks like she's got scaly skin and shit, so. She, she, has, she has to smell good, at least. I don't know. She has the power to manipulate her, uh, her rotten flesh that's on her skin. I don't know. Oh, I feel bad. Mm. It is. These, these are really bad. And they and they get real worse as the list goes on. Now, we can do X-Men Lanes Forever. We can also just do a sequel to this. We're going to have to do a sequel to this podcast. Bad Superheroes. Maybe we can do part 100. Easy. Because, like, I, I know literally probably only got, like, I don't know, 10% of uh, all the shitty heroes throughout history. And a lot of them come from the 80s. A lot of them come from the 80s. A lot of the, the 1980s super... It's actually... It's so extensive that Wikipedia doesn't even want to uh, calculate it. Because there's, like, newspaper boy. Guy that's able to chuck a newspaper really far. There's little things like that. that and, and you may laugh and think I'm making it up, but no. There's, like, a guy that can speak to... Pomeranians. Most likely. The Dog Whisperer. That's actually a real guy. <laughs> you know what? The, do the Dog Whisperer is actually on the list of bad superheroes. Oh, it's so shitty. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So bad. Okay. But, you know, I'll, I'll, do, I'll have to be doing a sequel to this eventually in the future. This will be like a recurring uh, podcast one. Uh, cause, uh, you know, it can't be worse than anything the fucking, oh, anything in, oh yeah, yeah, I can't, this podcast can't be worse than anything in the Marvel theaters and theatric universe, right, doing, whatever Marvel's doing right now. Alright, yeah, but I think the wackest forgettable character is legitimately named Forget-Me-Not. His power led the main cast of X-Men to forget him. Along with the fans, the directors, and apparently the editors at Wiki Mutants, because there's no article for Forget Me Not. Or Forget Me Not. R.I.P. He was gone and forgettable. No, his power legitimately is just to forget him. Like he 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 commits a crime, gets away with it, because yeah, he hit the police with the fucking Forget Me Not. Forget Me Not. That's his name. Or maybe he, his thing is to make you remember him? Forget-me-not? It's a terrible name to be got, to begin with. It should be named Forget-me, not Forget-me-not. But I think that's his, his power is illusion. His power is to lie. To lie, I guess. I don't know. Hit, hit him with the spell. He's got the, the men in black fucking phase beam. And, and it's, a, it's a pretty, I guess it's pretty good, but. God, it's so shitty that even the people that wrote it, there's they're unlisted. The guy who made the thing is like, no, forget me. Along with it's how forget me not would want to be remembered by forgetting. All right, moving on from uh, mutants exclusively. Yeah, but 
let's be real, man. All the superheroes are just normal guys falling into some pit of radiation or acid and their arms falling off. Look out for arm fall off boy. This is real. Arm fall off boy whose power is detachable arms. He just rips off his arms and starts beating you over the head with arms. Horrible. You could, I'm gonna put a. I might. I might put the link in of like some of these superheroes because there's they they get after this point it gets unbelievably ridiculous. Uh, so arm fall off, boy. Yeah, powers for his arms to fall off. There's dog welder. Now he wields on on the cover. This is on the cover of the fucking page. He's wielding a dead dog and a welding torch in the fucking promo art. Of the comic book. The dog has little crossed out eyes. He's got <laughs> he's dog welder. So I don't know if he welds dogs to the faces of his enemies. Or he's just got the dead dog while he's welding. I, a lot of questions to be asked. Not enough time. Uh, leather boy. Now leather boy. It looks exactly like what you think. A man in a gimp suit with a ball and gag. That's the superhero. And that, I, I don't know what they're thinking, the leather boy, but it's very insane. It's very like, you know, his wife had to have left him after he created leather boy. Like you can't, you can't just go home to your wife and, and kiss her on the mouth. You can't kiss your wife on the mouth after drawing leather boy, pitching it in the studio and then actually getting approved of it. She'd leave you. She'd fuck, I'd leave him. And I'm, I'm actually a fan. I'm a I'm a frequent fan of Leather Boy comics. I got all of them. That's the ones I'm keeping. Uh, bouncing Boy, a fat kid you chuck at the enemy. That's what it is. Bouncing Boy. It's just a fat kid. Bouncing Boy. He's a really fat kid you throw at the enemy. Bouncing Boy. Oh man, this is this is getting wild. Crazy Quilt. The ability to knit a ten thousand thread count quilt <laughs> out of thin air. Hey yo, crazy quilt. Hit them with the comforter to crush their spine. <laughs> fucking ridiculous, man. Crazy quilt. He in a, in, a, in the fucking comic book promo. You gotta check. You gotta read it. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely put the. Uh, I'll just put the link to that because it's fucking so silly. It gives, gave me a laugh. Brought me, brought me back into uh, back into like really like giddy childhood memories about how fucking stupid some of the fucking villains and superheroes that you see in comic books and they try to pass them off like they're gonna be something crazy quilt you think that you think he you think he's getting a tv show you think he's getting a tv show on disney plus crazy quilt crazy quilt and my thing's still how's it still smoking uh, so crazy quilt after crazy quilt there's the matter eater lad so he's actually it's pretty it's a pretty dope concept a superhero that can eat all kinds of matter he eats any kind of matter much like the slug you know the slug digest much like fucking maggot although he could eat literally metal and and you could probably get him to eat planets eventually once he grows up to become the matter eater man um, a superhero that eats all kinds of matter, but his DC writers subjected him to eating arbors and pergolas. Pergolas, yeah. Those little uh, gazebo things. He was just eat in the cover of the fucking thing. He's eating a fence. He's just eating a wooden fucking grazing fence. 
for a cattle. A, a matter eater. Any kind of matter. All Everything is made up of matter, basically. Everything, right? Could eat anything in the comic books. They chose him to eat, you know, the side roofing. He, he's eating a, a pack of shingles. I don't know. You know, I guess because, like, the, the only reason why is probably because the termite infestation, you know. You can, I mean, being superheroes, you can't really call a Terminator to, to the Justice League mansion because it's a secret hideout, right? You can't, the Bat Cave or the fucking, you know, because it's DC. The Matter Eater Lad was DC. You can't have them, you know, come to the Fortress of Solitude, you blow, your cover's blown. Just like, all right, we got termites going. Matter, he's just a good garden boy at the end of the day. He's a good, he's a good uh, housekeeper. Because he's just eating. He, has, he ends up eating a lot of the rodents that come in from the trash. That's it. That's all he does. Now, Big Bertha. Big Bertha is just an overweight woman. That's it. Big Bertha. She's a redneck. Kind of looks like Honey Boo Boo's mom. That's it. That's all you get from Big Bertha in the comic strips. If you got a big... Actually, you know what? Fuck it. If you got a Big Bertha comic book... In its package, in its <laughs> in its original package, hit a nigga up real quick. Hit him, hit me up. I will literally send at fifty bucks if it's worth the. It's probably worth like ten cents at the time. I'll send you fifty dollars legitimately. Email. I'll, I'll put I'll put my you know my links down at the bottom in the in the good old description box. And uh, yeah, moving on. Yeah, well, I really do need that big birthday con. You know, I'm, a, I'm a black man. I got a thing for a big, fat white woman. Yeah. And, and especially if she's a superhero to come save a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Now, speaking of race, the color kid. They had this. This is a real thing. Trust me. Link, check it out. The color kid. He's a white kid <laughs> that changes color. That's, that's you know, where this is going. Flawlessly pulling off blackface to help catch criminals in lower impoverished communities. If only he can remember to change back fast enough when the police come down to him. He spent several comics, several pivotal comic book points, you know, uh, uh, comic book arcs, uh, trying to explain himself to the police and how he could afford such a nice car and a suit. Yeah, to explain to the undercover cop that was following him for three hours. Yeah. He just watched this psycho black man devour a young white boy, and now the cur the color kid is missing. Where, where, where is he? No, no, it's me. No, you're actually colored kid. <laughs> Good luck, but the colored kid's actually white. <laughs> not, not, not right now, he isn't. All right, so. The <laughs> ambush bug, right? Ambush bug. Now this... It's getting a little sad. This is the, uh, this is the point in the podcast where it gets, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a, a tug at the heartstrings, if you will. This is the best photo that the internet has of the homeless superhero known as Ambush Bug, titled Nothing Special. In his debut, DC of Comics, homeless 
This is what all read. You could read it. Homeless, hungry, and the hic and has the hiccups. Please help me. Jesus fucking Christ. He's begging for change on the front cover of the sh of the fucking comic book. Hey buddy, hic. I guess he's got hiccups. Can you spare two dollars and fifty cents, hic, for an out of work comic book character? It's so fucking sad. <laughs> It's so sad. Like it's like it's it's so fucking sad. It's worse than the piss master from Rick and Morty. It hits levels of art that is so bad it becomes comical. Like Mo from The Simpsons or Meg from Family Guy. The reason why the particular comic sucks is that I can see it. It's by Griffin, Fleming, and Gordon with Spruce and Ray. You know what I mean? There were probably five guys in the writer's room. Right? Easy. Five guys. Nothing good gets done with five guys that are trying to be, you know, they're trying to make the next best thing. And it's five guys. They're in the 80s. Ripping fat coke lines. All in a room high as fuck, tripping balls, thinking... Let's make a fucking homeless bug and his power is to make you feel so bad you just voluntarily give your pocket change up to him. It's sad. It's very sad. And like, again, I might, I might, a couple of these, I kind of want ambush bug just cause. I mean, it's, he's like the, he's like the ringer, I guess in like, in the WWE universe, the ringers are like, the guys that you bring in just for the cool guy to beat up, like you could bring in like five different, like five guys, much like these writers, and just have like John Cena go beat him up, go bash him in the face, and it looks cool because he's fighting five guys, but individually, they're all five guys that that aspire to be ambush bug, the homeless bug. It's sad. It's it's really it's really sad and depressing just looking at the image. No, he's holding up a sign begging for change and, and he's out of work. He's an out of work comic. That's his debut. He's debuting as out of work comic book guy. Mm. Comic book hero. Alright. Skin. This is literally just a skinwalker. This is called Skin. Skinwalker. It's kind of cool to be experienced. You know, Skinwalker uh, comic book. But also at the same time, it's a ravaging beast, you know, mythical beast that has already existed. It's a skinwalker. But oh well, keep going. Uh, Marvel had a guy named Captain Ultra, but it was a bit too derivative of Captain Marvel, Captain America. And plus, Captain Ultra looks like a bad Superman ripoff. Like, he looks legitimately like Superman, except in Marvel... Uh, in Marvel uh, X-Men clothes, Captain Ultra, and in plus he's got he's packing. If you type in Captain Ultra right now, go ahead. You know I'll stop. I'll, I'll pause the podcast. Go ahead and look up Captain Ultra. He looks like he's fucking packing like at least an eight to nine inch rod. I don't know if that was a superpower. Have yet to even really study this guy. Just I just looked it up and it was like that's corny. That Captain Ultra, and it, you, you know. And Marvel did the right thing and not trying to rejuvenate the Captain Ultra fucking superhero trope. Uh, Rainbow Girl. Rainbow Girl. 
is spinning in her rainbow casket after what the LGBTQ community did to her and her violent and yet sexy rainbow pride logo. You know, and surprisingly, she also did have purple hair and a tight, sexy leather onesie with a fat pussy, bro. Like, rainbow girl is fucking is as shitty as it is. Fucking, they drew her really sexy. She looks sexy, but. Unfortunately, they didn't know the gay pride parades would, you know, weaponize the rainbow logo like like they did. And now she's she's part of the radical left. Oh, it's so fucking, it's so ridiculous, man. It's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, now, Howard the Duck is actually fucking a copy from Marvel of Donald Duck in the in the very few stages of uh, Howard Duck, Howard the Duck, he looks exactly like fucking Donald the Duck, Donald Duck, and it's fucking completely obvious, like. And as shitty as a mech suit wearing duck is, he's actually in the homeless bug realm of superheroes. He's in the. It's so fucking ridiculous, so fucking corny, so bad and silly. That it starts to grow on you, right? It starts to, you start to want to know more about this fucking ridiculous duck and how he got his powers and came from the duck world. It's, it's, it's a cult classic. It's a cult favorite. You know what I mean? And it hits several layers of nostalgia, being that you you look at da Donald Duck, you think of Daffy Duck, you know, white and black duck, and then you go Howard the Duck is just part of that trope you think he's part of the looney tunes adventure or something and it's fucking genius to be honest uh but it's so hilarious that it's to see donald the duck meets iron man and to top it off with his bit of lore is he's fucking been with enough beautiful women to forget what duck pussy tastes like like for real it's weird it's edgy he's always with supermodels he's always like he's like a ladies man somehow and it's just a duck he's like a I don't know. The Howard the Duck is a national icon of hope. The movie scared the shit out of me, though, as a kid. Like, it was like one of those... They didn't have CGI, so they used a weird-looking puppet. Or, they no, they painted the face of a midget. And my mom banned all furry movies after trying to watch that, because I got nightmares. She banned all furry movies from, from me from then on as a kid. And to this day, if I see, like, Rocket Raccoon, or the trailer for Cats... Or Sonic and Tails in the hyper-realistic animation or CGI bullshit. I get chills running up and down the back of my neck. Like, for the love of God, please do not burn your eyes today and look up Howard the Duck movie in the 80s. It's horrible. He somehow looks like John McClane and George Costanza from Seinfeld put together. It is horrible. I had to IMDB the guy playing Howard Duck because... I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, I didn't, I wanted to, I thought it was like a puppet. Turns out, you know, it's a gay midget. That's why mama knows best, you know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. The fuck, out, the guy, the guy was a, he's a duck. He is supposed to be a ladies man. They got him a game. They got a game, midget. 
out of all the midgets out there, how many of them? Like, what are the percentages of they got a gay midget back? And, and I guess he's, I guess he could be like Barney Stinson, but it's a he's a duck, he's a duck, right? Moving on, uh, Gorgilla. I guess it's a giant mountaintop gorilla. That's all. That's it. He's just a giant. He's King Kong, but his name's Gorgilla. Superman Jr. So, just Superboy? Superman Jr. Superboy? It's basically Soldier Boy. Goddamn. Soldier Boy did it first, you know what I mean? Uh, speedball. A man made entirely up of those bouncy balls you get in the machines at your local mall. You know, for a dollar, you put in a dollar, click, 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 click. You toss that bounce, you know, one bounce, and it's into the street, into a gutter. You know what I mean? It's off somewhere, and you can't find it. A, a bird picks it up and flies away. That's Superman, or no, Super, no, that's Speedball. Yeah, Speedball. <laughs> speed. See, the thing is, Speedball, they probably... Probably we're doing speedballs when you made up that idea and you had your kid going like, can I play with this bouncy ball outside? And you're like, Charmaker, wait a minute. Let me see that ball again. <laughs> a man made out of speedballs. That's it. That's enough. That's all you're getting. Squirrel Girl. Low-key me. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. This is a favorite shitty superhero. I love Squirrel Girl, because she's cute. But Squirrel Girl low-key flames. And at the risk of unleashing all my repressed furry sexual desires spilling out, I gotta say, she's whack. She's just whack. But kind of cute. You know, Squirrel Girl and <laughs> Squirrel Girl and uh, her fucking sidekick, I guess, Beaver Boy, you know. She was a squirrel girl and I was a beaver boy. She said, come eat her, boy. I wasn't good enough as her squirrels. <laughs> oh, man, you got to take an intermission off of that one. Just let us, I got to sit in it. it was, I got to sit in uh, trying to do the cult, you know, the, the cult classic squirrel girl anthem. It's just so bad. It's it's really like this makes me feel happy about some of the stu stupid shit I write, because at least I got cool characters, or I make cool things. But fucking squirrel girl, dude. Squirrel girl. Hey, this girl talks to squirrels. Go hit him with the squirrels. Dude, we're fighting Thanos right now. Yeah, and he's gonna be he's gonna be real mad once he once. He, once the ant guy and the squirrel girl shows up, hey, hit him with some more wasps. Hit him with a hit him with a pack of squirrels real quick. A bag of squirrels. <laughs> you don't even need to have powers to be squirrel girl. You could just be a girl that has a an unhealthy obsession for watching squirrels breed. Squirrel girl. She's so cute though. It's she's really cute in the comic books room. Hmm. Yeah, girls need to really stop making costumes about uh, animals. It's really fucking up the uh, the men's sexual prowess. A lot of dudes into fucking fursuits nowadays. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Squirrel girl and beaver boy. 
between them, they have at least as much hair as a, a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot. <laughs> Ugh, they don't shave. It's fucking Squirrel Girl and Beaver Boy. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Let me go on. Oh, yeah. It's, I put down Crescendo after singing that. After, you know, the, the fucking parody of uh, Skater Boy by Harvard Levine. It says Crescendo. I don't know I don't know why I said that in a fit of haste while writing. I said crescendo it. Like, I know what that means. I thought I would figure it out by the podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's enough time to. It, got, it says crescendo down here. I put down crescendo. Don't know what the fuck that means, but I thought it sounded musical. Like, crescendo it, dude. Yeah, I just fucking. In the studio next time, I'm just gonna whisper crescendo on my next track. Crescendo. It's gonna be something, I guess. Uh, the Tick Flames. The Tick, he's a good superhero. Fucking Flames. Can't do no wrong. He's probably like the, the greatest cartoon superhero known to mankind. The Tick. Fucking giant. Giant Tick that beats up people. Doesn't even suck their blood. It's fucking hilarious. It's great. It's great. It's like a parody. The whole series is awesome. You know, he fucking gets into some ludicrous fights with villains, which I'll go into the villains that the Tick fought. And I got to do a speed round because I can't go roast every single one of these things because it's fucking. It's like a parody of a parody of a parody fighting parodies, uh, parody villains, right? So. Uh, yeah, it's fucking. It's always fun to go through this shit. So I'll go through the the nemesises of uh, the tick. Brainchild. Brainchild's just a child with a big brain. That's all he's got. Evil midnight bomber. He only bombs at midnight. Always, always on midnight. Now the terror. Not too sure. I ha haven't been keeping up with the new uh, fucking the new. Non-animated series of The Tick. Uh, Thrakorzog. Thrakorzog. Weird reptile guy. Dinosaur Neil. Neil, that's now a dinosaur. Barry Hubris. Don't know who that is. Ottoman Express. And it's a girl. So it's a girl with a train. Girl, train girl. Able to able to uh, stop or slow down the train at any given moment. Baron Violent. He's bare and he's violent. Betty, the Queen of Ants. The name suggests exactly what she is. She controls the ants. Breadmaster. Able to cook a loaf of bread in mere seconds. The Chainsaw Vigilante. Now, this is probably, I know I put him on the list. Low-key, I kind of like Chainsaw Vigilante. Dude running around with a chainsaw. He's unmasked. Unmasked, just going. Maybe he's masked up. I don't know. Maybe he's got the leather face thing going. He's Chainsaw Vigilante. Chair face Chippendale. Now, it's the guy that works at Chippendales. Is the chair. He's with his face on it. Fucking right. You know, the jokes are fucking endless with that. Chair face uh, Chippendale. Could have been a, he could have been reprised. He could have had his own fucking he could have had his own thing in Magic Mike. 
he could get chair chair face Chippendale over there. It's like they, they got to keep kick. Matthew McConaughey has to keep kicking him out as it's not all right, all right, all right. Chair face Chippendale. It's fucking golden, man. It's so good. It's so funny. Now district manager. That's it. <laughs> district. He's one of the villains. He's a district manager. <laughs> Doesn't say the unspecified department, unspecified company, unspecified. It just says district manager on the on the paper. That's all we're getting to work with here. I guess you gotta find out the ep- you gotta watch the episode to find out more. <laughs> Chaos ensues as he's as the tick fights the district manager. It's like Colombian records. He's trying to get his fucking rights to his music back. Eh? <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah, I'll fucking go ahead. We're going to sock him in the face. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> oh, I'm ticked off. <laughs> you don't want to see me when I'm getting ticked off. Now, Eastern Block Robot Cowboy. Oh, man. Little Russian Cowboy. A robot cowboy. <laughs> oh, man. Russian Cowboy. Russian Cowboy Robot. Oh, man. Eastern block of Soviet Russia. I've come to wrangle your horses. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, it's going to sound like the Count. It's got to sound like the Count, most likely. L Seed. Able to spray you in the face with his seed. Uh, what is this? Idea Men. Now, this is not Idea Man. You know, the guy with Idea. You know, most comic book writers are idea man idea men but idea men was one of the villains terrible was, I got an idea <laughs> we should run <laughs> I got an idea we're fucked we're fucked trying to fight the tick oh man Jim Rage Jim Rage is a dope ass name but apparently you've never heard of him so he's a trash superhero or villain hmm this is this is so good. It's so good. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Mm. Lava Man. Oh, that's exceptional. Lava Man's. Uh, it's quaint. It's, you know the the Lava Man. It's like Lava Boy and Shark Girl. You know it's fucking something. Uh, using the elements uh, with a, with a human you know, or superpower is cool. Like Water Boy. Ice dude, fucking, you know, book man is able to fucking read a book in seconds, something like that. You know, look here. Yeah, I'm I'm now stuck in this. I can't I can't stop thinking about shitty comic books. Pill boy, he's able to prescribe a pill to you in seconds. Uh, horizontal line man, fucking, he always wears horizontal lines, and he's able to hypnotize people with a series of lines that pass through their mind. I don't know. Something. Something. Uh, Watchman. He's able to wear any kind of watch on his wrist, no matter who it comes from. And he's a villain, so he steals people's watch. He just steals people's watches. The Watchman. It's actually the Watchmen. Anyway, yeah. Okay, the Idea Men got me thinking of ideas. It's their power. Oh, man. I'm stuck in the idea trope. How about an iPhone dude? Like he'd only use iPhones. That's his. It's his power and it's his curse. So when he's he's in trouble and he needs to call the police, 
he can only he can and he's there's only rotary phones. He's stuck. He's stuck cursing the the heavens. I need an iPhone, man. <laughs> His iPhone, man. It's so fucking good. I'm actually I'm actually topping anything that DC and Marvel actually put out because these are real shitty. It's here, Plant Boy. Able to fucking grow any kind of plant in mere seconds. It's the mere seconds thing that's really getting me. How about Coach Boy? Coach Boy. He's always on the couch. When he's off the couch, he we don't talk about when he's off the we don't talk about it because he is twenty three hours a day he he's on the couch the hour he does he, unseen by even unobserved even by Santa which brings me to multiple Santa one of the uh, ticks bad at uh, multiple as opposed to just saying Santas it's multiple Santa so it's, I guess Santa cl- cloned himself not too sure. Uh, mother of invention that's a serious uh, villain in, in the sh- sh- TV show or comic book The Tick the mother of invention which probably lead me to believe that she or, or he or he uh, is the I've invented it all kind of thing he has all these wacky inventions Kind of like an Inspector Gadget character trope where you can pull out these wacky, zany uh, inventions like the catapult to get over the uh, guard doors. You know, like, oh, I've gotten uh, a silence, uh, a silenced uh, flash bomb, or so, yeah, just a lot of. But there's, there's a lot of wacky, zany inventions going for Mother of Invention. Now, there's a guy named Mister Mental. No, that was pretty, pretty clear. Just a, me- a mental case. Didn't really, uh, didn't really think that's the power of losing your mind. <laughs> ah, my mind's gone again. All right, now I'm in my zone. You fucked up. <laughs> you gonna fight him? Oh well. <laughs> oh no, he just read a whole bunch of fucking tweets by Kyrie Irving. Oh dude, he's. <laughs> oh no, he's gone. He's gone mental again. Ah, oh, he's getting more powerful. Oh no, he's. He's he's logged on to the QAnon forums. Oh no. And he's rerouted his IP address to get all the stuff that's perma banned. <laughs> oh dude, he's on the dark web. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Mr. Mental's on the dark web. Oh jeez, what can, what kind of chaos can ensue from that? Mr. Mental. <laughs> so bad. Got to kind of power through this. New Uncle Creamy. Now, this is it's gonna be hard for me to get through this one. Hmm. Mental, or sorry, new uncle creamy. So it's a new uncle whose name is Creamy, and I guess his power is to cream on the family that he's moved in with. Now, uh, gotta be very careful about how I say this. I think new uncle creamy. You know he's fucking. He's after your daughters. He's after your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. New uncle creamy's in town, dude, and he's got a creamy delight. <laughs> Ooh, Octo Paganini. Paganini. Octo Paganini. 
Paganini. Yeah, Octo Paganini. Now, I forgot exactly. I gotta, I gotta search up Octo Paganini because I think I gotta see how he looks. I forgot if he's a, a, a Panini with five arms or eight arms. Looking up the Korean sweat gland. Apparently, oh, this is a side note for the episode. Apparently, Koreans don't uh, don't have body odor, or at least a high percentage of them don't, which is pretty cool. Mm, that's actually a, a terrible suit to the Korean sweat, so the Korean sweater. <laughs> oh man, guy that can't produce body odor. He could sweat all day, but he doesn't smell. He doesn't need it. Unmet, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Old Spice and Raid Guard are, are uh, fail to, to hold back the, uh, to hold back the sweat of the Korean. <laughs> the Korean. They actually, it's actually a pretty cool superpower, though, to not be able to, to stink when you sweat. It comes in handy, you know, just making love. Hmm. What was I looking up again? Oh yeah, Octo Paganini. Winnipeg. What the fuck? This is this is, Winnipeg was next to it. I mean, maybe it's just the fucking autofill. Oh, it's so bad. Octo Paganini is got. A, he only has six arms. Looks like he only has six arms in this one. So that's this is why he's trash. A Belgian supervillain from the episode, from an episode of the Ticket animated series. Though his first name is Octo, he resembles a spider more than an octopus. Cause he has. So it appears that the name simply follows a numeric theme and not an animal theme as well. He is a musical aficionado, and due to his having six arms, he can play two or even three violins at, at a time potentially. Though he is only shown playing two in the episode, <laughs> he is named the Italian violinist Nico after the Italian. Oh, he's named after the Italian violinist Niccolo Paganini. <sighs> That's his name is Octo Paganini, but he has six arms. And I remember seeing that episode in the fucking. I remember seeing it going like, Octo means eight. And I remember just going like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this writers? What are the writers on? Because I know it's supposed to be silly, the chick. It's silly. It doesn't make sense. But it's absurdly not making sense as time goes on. Because, again, if you watch the real, I think the new, okay, well, I got to look up the, the tick, the, the tick new show. So it's an elaborate promotion for the tick, I guess. Uh, this is 2016 to 2019. It's a TV series, right? Oh, but the, I thought there was another one. Yeah, a new case thing came up. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay, so it ended in 2019. But it's it's such a silly, silly thing. They just keep pumping up. So proto clown. Now I gotta actually look up cause some of these guys. I gotta look up proto clown. Proto clown. Proto clown. 
Proto Clown is a one-shot villain from the. Proto Clown is a one-shot villain from the Tick animated series. He is an abnormally large and muscle-bound clown who manages to do no other what other villain has. Hit Tick so hard he gets lost in his own headspace. He is also a possible parody of Incredible Hulk and Stephen King's clown character It. <laughs> Proto Clown, dude. Proto Clown. I gotta fucking read his bio, dude. It actually is. I'm actually. I might hold my, you know, I might hold, I might be, I might stand corrected here. Proto Clown sounds like a fucking cool ass superhero. Like the Hulk, he's just the savage clown. Like a fucking, I mean, Bozo Clown, Bozo the Clown on roids, dude. Imagine if, imagine if fucking, imagine if, what's his name, instead of fucking getting a gun, he just started working out for six months, dude. He started going to the gym, taking steroids and testosterone. Started getting fucking avid, an av, avec vegetable diet. You know what I mean? Uh, not a vegetable. No, he, he skipped the plant-based, started eating meat. A meativore diet. You know what I'm saying? And fucking Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. He was just buff. And those dudes on the subway tried to fuck him up. He just beat him up. He just beat him up. Yeah, he'd probably be in jail, to be honest. He, he'd need his gun. <laughs> he'd need his gun in, in a town like uh, Gotham. Uh, but yeah, okay, we'll read this uh, evil, evil, evil fucking Hulk clown. While not intrinsically evil, Proto Clown suffers from poor self-image and insecurity, coupled with rage issues. Created by a geneticist and clown enthusiast named Bud Frontier, his purpose was to be the biggest and funniest clown to ever live. Because he was not able to understand the cloner's intentions. Proto Clown believed that life was a cruel joke and he was the punchline. Oh boy, this is starting to sound like me, guys. He seemed to be born with, or born just to be laughed at. <laughs> oh gosh. And he hated this fate. Unable to bear the weight of this burden, Proto Clown revolted, rampaging through nearby urban landscapes with enough rage to, oh no, with only rage to guide him. Jesus fuck. Christ, dude. This is actually like they need to proto, they need a proto clown spinoff. And I'm gonna, you know what? I was gonna name this thing bad fucking super. I'm just gonna name it proto clown. It's fucking amazing. Screw Big Bertha. I want to invest nothing but proto clown. Con There's any offshoot of a proto clown comic book or any artist out there with a little bit of scratch and just want to do some free joints. I'd say take the fucking IP proto clown because this shit is going down. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, okay, with landscapes only with rage to guide him. Proto clown destroyed things without control. He had no regard for human life as he saw people as evil things who existed only to mock and torment him. The tick tried to intervene, but proto clown knocked him out of the Earth's atmosphere and unconscious. Other superheroes were near helpless against the blind psychot uh, psychotic theory of the proto-clown. So they went into hiding. Seeking out Bud, the clown's creator for advice, Bud shared the his great overmaking, shared, oh no, shared reg his regret over making the, the poor simple-minded beast, explaining that he only wanted to make the world laugh, but all he managed to do was bring suffering to the world and the unfortunate creature that he spawned. 
fuck, this is like a great Frankenstein trope, but with a clown. It's Frankenstein with a cl- as a clown. Fucking great. Uh, he pleaded with the heroes to try to love and understand the proto-clown, and so they tried that approach, and at first it appeared to be working, until Bud accidentally pressed the top of his head against proto-clown's nose, setting off its honking mechanism and causing Bud and the nearby heroes to laugh. <laughs> this enraged proto-clown, but fate intervened as Tick re-entered orbit and landed on him with the destructive force of a meteorite. Bud was able to bring Proto-Clown back to his lab, unconscious, taking responsibility for the mess he made and promising the world, no, promising that he would devote himself to providing a better life for Proto-Clown, starting by deactivating his nose horn. It was voiced by Kevin Scone. Alright. Well, that's pretty cool. Proto clown. Oh, get to, don't laugh at him or else he'll beat you senseless. It's so fucking cool, man. It's like a, it's it's so good. It's so good. Cause I always thought Stephen King's clown. That's a ter- It's a terrible character. He's the demonic clown that has no. He's has no muscle mass. So you go like, of course, his fucking. His prey are children. He can't fight a grown man. He's got a little clown, like, you know, fucking. Clowns are always frumpy and he has the shitty fucking. It's terrible. He can't be an apex predator while wearing a clown suit. You need some fucking leggings. You know what I mean? They got the big baggy clothes. It's fucking get caught up while they're chasing the kids. It's, it's, it's a terrible fucking. It's a terrible character arc, Stephen King. I'd say, oh, damn it, man, that ruined, that ruined the podcast. It was so good up until I got a message. Oh, turn that on to sound. Oh, that's almost, we got, got, got to wrap this bad boy up. So, uh, in hindsight, I'd say I'd prefer any one of these characters than anything Stephen King's done. I just, I really don't like Stephen King. I don't know why. You know what, I'm going to fucking, we'll have a smoke to end this one out. I really just don't like Stephen King because people think he's good. He's he's a good writer, and I'll be honest. Mid, he's a mid writer. Stephen King's a mid writer. I'd prefer uh, long, or, well, not long shot. I'd prefer Dazzler over the thi- the thing. I prefer fucking uh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, forget me, <laughs> forget me not over fucking. Uh, what's the the shining? Yeah, oh, the shine. You know what? The shining's actually fl- fire. I'd say the shining is good because it's not one of those ridiculously overstretched characters. But uh, is there? There's the one where is the flying? Uh, it's like that flying fucking hornet or something like that. Like all of Stephen King's writings are just reshaped out of work comic books, like. Comic book heroes like the fucking who's that? stupid guy. Ambush bug. Ambush bug brings a smile to Kevin. I know. Well, Kevin Smith's face probably. But more so, brings a smile to uh, Stephen King because he goes, well, we could fucking, we could just make him a, a homeless, ravenish bug. 
which probably is in one of his books. You know, a, a homeless bug that goes city to city as a nomad, and he fucking he fucking steals people's quarters. That's actually probably it's probably a that's the thing about Stephen King. A lot of these things he's probably gonna take. He's he's gonna make several books dedicated to them, and I can There's nothing I could do about it because he's already he's already written half the book. After the, and that's only been an hour. <laughs> well, yeah. What's what do I got? Some more. Well, there's more other than the proto clown. There is the red scare tick villain. Sagan the Wolf, Sewer Caesar. That's pretty fucking good. Sewer Caesar, Sewer Caesar. And I guess he's the Caesar of the sewers. I will run overtime. I don't care. It was overtime. I just fucking Sewer. Let that sink in, though. Well, I mean, hopefully you have a garbage disposal for Sewer Caesars. Let the sink in, though. Let it sink in. Mm. Mm. Sewer Caesar. What does he do? He fucking controls all the sewer dwellers? All the mole people? Well, actually, it's actually fire. Now that I think about it, it's pretty fucking cool. Fucking sits upon his porcelain throne. Yeah? Yeah? You know, they can work with that. They could do a whole spinoff of Caesar Sewer Sewer Caesar. I think that's just because it's it's hard to say it, and it's just you know the name for fucking superheroes are a big one, and uh, well, Big Bertha, uh, he, he kind of just got her, he got her, her name's Bat, BB, is great, it's great for Marvel, Big Big Bertha, it's like a Peter Parker, you know what I mean, Peter Parker, did a, I don't know, there's apparently there's a lot of to you know, I don't even know what they're called. I forgot. And then an alliteration, where it's the same letters. Ah, but you know the fin. I guess there's a guy with a fin. Maybe he's able to control the fins, all the fins. The the hotel manager. That was an actual supervillain. In uh, and I guess he's able to manage any hotel with, with a four or five star rating, flawlessly. And he's able to, he's able to, you know, get the, he's able to get business. Uh, he's able to, he's able to have dinner parties, businesses. Uh, no, okay, fuck. So he's able to have host a variety of dinner parties, graduations, you know, Oktoberfests. And uh, small business conferences, meetings, all at the same time in his quaint hotel. You know, the Swiss. <laughs> the Swiss was an enemy of the tick. <laughs> the Swiss. <laughs> Dude, it's probably, uh, I don't know who, maybe it was Britain that made uh, the tick. If Because uh, they got the Belgian. <laughs> they got a lot of fucking enemies that are... You know, the Eastern Bloc robot, you know, the fucking Baron Violent, you know, the Ottoman Express. They got a lot of, uh, it's probably made in English and the guy just does it like this. The writer himself just said, fuck it, the Swiss are today's enemy because I, I fucking got way too drunk last night off of fucking 
with a Swiss man and he almost fought me. So fuck it. We're gonna beat him up with the tick. <laughs> the Swiss. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna, I gotta look up the character trope now for the Swiss because I want to see. It, it can't just be a bunch of Swiss guys. It can't just be a bunch of Swiss. The Swiss. The tick. The Swiss. The tick. The Swiss. Okay, this. Uh, read this. The Swiss are a villainous team from the second season animated series The Tick by Bell Ben Edlin. They were each kidnapped with giant Swiss army knives, <laughs> equipped with various spy and paramilitary gear attachments. And the Swiss always knifing people. They are clear on the fact that they do they were not commissioned by nor do they represent the government of Switzerland. Which <laughs> is very clear. You could get sued by the whole country <laughs> if you fuck with if you fuck with that on a on a on an artistic level in reality. But so they had to probably write that in this episode. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> the, Swiss, the Swiss a villainous army, yeah but were industrial spies who happened to originate in Switzerland. Now the plot with the episode, I gotta, I gotta go through the plot. The Swiss spied on Carmelita and Arthur for an unknown period of time. They were commissioned by an unknown corporation to steal the Vatos fighting flying suit that both Arthur and Carmelita possessed and share their secrets with the group who commissioned them. They run afoul of Die Fledermas, an American-made while attempting to capture Arthur and Camelita, but they managed to evade both heroes. They attempt to capture Arthur and Camelita while they dine publicly at a fancy restaurant. They were defeated by the heroes with the help of by the heroes with the help of the tick. It sounds like a couple of Swiss guys ruined a, the 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 fucking the dude Ed Hudlin's Ed Hudlin's night out with his actual girlfriend and he said fuck it i'm making a i'm making a fucking series dedicated to how much i fucking hate these swiss bastards because like that's a terrible fucking it's a that's the only real uh that's the only real uh fucking explanation i can come up with to fucking have the swiss fighting the tick But it's hilarious nonetheless. Uh, Venus was also one of them. And Wally. So I think I'll just wrap it up. Wall Wally. And we'll end on Wally. And yeah, these fucking bad superheroes. They, they get no... And pr pr proto Clown. They get no... Uh, they get no love. You never hear of these types of fucking characters. You know? The bad superhero trope. It's... Uh, it's what you get when you're, you're it's 3 p.m. Boss says you're staying late till you fucking make a superhero. We need at least five superheroes. You get Lava Boy, Shark Girl, you know, you get fucking Weed Man. Guy that's able to fucking throw weeds at his opponent. You got fucking Penmanship Billy. Able to fucking write anybody's signature down pat. And uh, fucking Pat the dog. Any dog, uh, dog that's able to, to, he's so cute that he'll, he'll make any villain, you know, give into his feeble little puppy dog eyes and pet him. 
that's what that's who that's but now imagine if I was a, a writer for Marvel or DC I'd churn these out like butter I'd go well because I'm looking at Pomeranian and I got the, underneath the book Wildfires book that from uh, from Doug that he gave me from BC about wildfires so I'd go Flaming Dog right there boom genius right that's a lot better than half of this shit <laughs> half flaming dog flaming pomeranian dog dude it's like a pokemon oh look at yeah maybe one of the one of the uh, pomeranian he's really cute fucking he's able to toss little fireballs like uh mario Boop. like uh when mario gets the, the fire suit he's able to he's flaming mario and he's able to toss little things and it's little tiny little pellets it's maybe shit little pomeranian shits of dog but it's flaming so he's able to yeah he's able to shoot uh, flaming flaming shits out of his ass yeah you know what I, I, I guess I can kind of see how it's kind of hard to make up a cool superhero uh, well I guess that concludes the weekend show with medium J mm. oh, gotta light my cigarette make sure you like and subscribe or else I'll come I'll start writing com. I'll fucking do it I'll fucking do it I'll fucking do it, dude. I'll fucking write. Is it still on? Oh, yeah, my microphone's still on. <laughs> okay. That's good. I'll fuck. Yeah. The microphone check guy. Able to always make sure the microphone's recording no matter what. But I'll fucking, I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking make, I'll make some of these superheroes. And then you'll be subject, your kids will be subjected to buy fucking Flaming Dog and fucking his, his sidekick, uh, Blue Garfield. It's just Garfield, but he's blue. That's it. They get nothing. They get nothing. It's Blue Garfield. They can't even sue me. Cause it's a fucking parody. Flaming Dog, and it's he's the he's the it's the whole episode's not even about Blue Blue Garfield. He just comes in and he eats. What's the opposite of lasagna? <laughs> he eats blue cheese lasagna. <laughs> cheese lasagna dude oh man all right fuck it i'm gonna just start thinking of things i don't care oh yeah keep going fuck it i'm not gonna end this mm. blue cheese lasagna garfield eating blue 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 garfield eating blue cheese lasagna dude it's fucking genius all right how about see i really like uh i really like fucking that Simpsons episode where he has Max Powers. Fuck it. Homer Simpson, Max Powers. There's something there. Uh, hmm. Cancer Boy and uh, Radiation Man. Oh, no, that Radioactive Man. That's the thing. You know, that Radioactive Man's actually fucking fly. He's fucking dope as fuck. Poonchie. Simpsons is great. His Simpsons is gold. Uh, Captain America. How about Captain Russia? They did that though. They really did that. That was a real thing. The cat he fought Captain Russia, Captain Soviet, or something. Captain USSR. No, not the time to do it right now. Uh, how about Captain Vatican? He's able to touch a boy from twelve, from his from twelve hundred feet with his restraining order. <laughs> He's able to. Ooh boy. How about a fucking Guitar Hero? And not the fucking game, but just the dude with the fuck. Because I'm looking at my Jimi Hendrix uh, 
Hendrix, uh, Jimi Hendrix poster. Guy that's able to fucking electrically rock out his enemies to have, have their minds melt and turn into good guys. Okay, we keep going. Uh, and I got cat, man. How about dog, man? Something like a Snoop Dogg character where he's able to fucking control the power of dogs. Uh, he ain't sick them. Bunch of wolves and shit. You know, they dropped him off, left for dead. And he started being able to, he started to gain the power of uh, talking to wolves. That's ah, just the dog whisperer again. Fuck. Um, how about, uh, yeah. Hmm. Everything has been done. Frosty the Snowman, but a killer, killer Frosty. Killer Frosty, that's probably been done. The uh, tire, the killer tire is an actual movie. That shit sucks. <laughs> killer tire. Uh, a ro evil robot. Nah, fuck. It's Transformers. Uh, robot car. Evil robot truck. It's all Crossformers. Transformers. Uh, how about Island Man? Now you may you may be thinking it's in, like a Jamaican dude, the power of uh, you know, to, to harness the island. It's just an island man. It's literally just an island, and in in every now and then he's able to shoot off a volcano at his at his choice. And he he he's like Doctor Evil though. He constantly threatens the public of uh, Hawaii. Wish shooting up a, a, a he's gonna he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I'm, I'm gonna do it and he never does it he never blows his load island boy oh fuck it's the I, I'm just an island boy it's just, it's already kind of been done I'm an island boy I'm just an I it was a it was a cat I wonder what the, what are the island boys up to we gotta we gotta see his his character arc his content character. Island boys. Oh boy, what are they up to? Get notified. No, thank you. Um, oh shit. Last year in July, as a result, he said Thomas went to the laundry room where the the gun was later found in a closet. Authorities arrested Thomas on charges of gun possession, violation of probation related to a separate robbery, and a first-degree murder. Jesus Christ. The gun was, holy fuck, the Island Boys, oh my God, Island Boys home raided and child murder suspect arrested. Oh, and maybe it was a buddy's gun, but they killed a, you know, they got, well, they got to look at this. Speaking to TMZ, the Island Boys manager insisted no one knew about the drive-by shooting. They just were holding a gun, saying they only knew Thomas as a quiet kid, and he would go come hang out with him and do his thing and go back to whatever he got going on. The manager added, but we had no clue about any of these allegations towards them. Yeah, like manager cleaning up. Jeez. Uh, CBS 12 News reports that Thomas is currently facing one count of first-degree murder and 13 counts of attempted first-degree murder with a firearm. Dude, 13 counts of attempt to, like, how, like, does he have a list of fucking, as a child, too, eh? Murder. One of his friends, Thomas, that's gotta be fucked. Yeah, well, 
We're just some island boys. Come and hide your guns and toys if you wanna kill some boys. We're just some island boys. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up because they got kids too. Are the island boys white or black? They're from Cuban. <laughs> They're Cuban, so we're still yet to figure that out. Where the Cubans lie on the racial divide. Alright, well, I guess, uh, well, okay. Island boy. Now, Peninsula Man. I'm <laughs> gonna go on just lands now. How about a moat? Moat baby. <laughs> Hit him with the moat baby. Uh, fucking Gazebo Gabriel? No, Gazebo Gary. Gazebo Ga Gary, yeah. Oh, fuck, it's good. Uh, window Wally. Yeah, Window Wally. Hit him with it. Okay. Uh, how about uh, Rooming House Ryan? How about uh, Trap House Trevor? <laughs> okay, these are just now getting into rap names. Uh, fuck, I was gonna go. Boarding school Bertha? No, no, Big Bertha's already taken. Boarding school Barry? Fuck yeah, that sounds good. Uh, just homeless Larry. Let's throw that out there. How about, uh, yeah, Backstreet Betty is actually a fucking. The character my mother invented. I don't know if it's real, because she says it all the time. She's just a Backstreet Betty. And it's just a whore on the sucking dudes off in the back street. Actually, fire character. No. Please. Patent pending. Please don't steal it from me. I'm gonna do something with Backstreet Betty real soon. It'll be like Stripperella, the Pamela Anderson. Again, that was a shitty. Her power was to take her off her clothes and make men paralyzed, basically. All the blood rush to the dick. Stiffen. Stiffing them up all the basically like a uh, fucking Medusa, except sexy, <laughs> sexy stripper, <laughs> and it was a it ran for seasons. It was multiple seasons in Stripperella, and uh, that has a cool, cool character arc. Pamela Anderson. It's actually one of the fucking sexiest experience. It's the first experience of uh, for me as a kid growing up. With, with, um, fucking what is it? Hentai. It's basically hentai, right? She would get naked every now and then, and you'd have, you'd get a DVR, or fucking, at the time, uh, literally just with a fucking VCR and hit that record to record over any tapes that I, you know, those un, those blanked VHS discs, and I'd record the episodes where she would take off her shirt. Not have that on I just I literally just be like, okay, I gotta save just the scene. Cause I need to there's a lot and I was also recording Latin Lover at the time too. It's a good time actually to be alive, to be able to record things. And it was it's so easy nowadays, even to record things on your phone. It's horrible. Oh, you know what? Actually you know what? Speaking of that, uh uh, uh recording Recorder, recorder Rahim, yeah, he's a black man that's able to record anything with his eyes. He can play it out and project it. He's he's got one eye to record and one eye to project. 
That's fucking genius. That's a fucking. That's fucking genius. That's fucking. It's a hundred thousand dollars sitting on the table in DC franchises for recording Raheem, dude. And he's a black. He's a South African. He wears the dashiki, and he and he has dreadlocks, dude. And he and he and he talks with jive to the superheroes. Sometimes they can't understand him, but he goes. They go, listen, we don't we don't care about what you how you're gonna tell the story. He's very hard to communicate to because he's got that he's got that you know actually fuck it, he's from New New Orleans. Shouts out Wayne. Shouts out Lil Wayne. He's from New Orleans, very down south motherfucker. Recording Raheem. No one can understand him because he speaks in such a fucking deep southern accent. Talks like ah. Oh, I better saw that. I saw it. I, oh, I saw it. Oh, I saw that right. And it goes, listen, radio, uh, recording Raheem. It's not radio, right? Recording Raheem. We we don't want to hear your side of the story. We want to see it. And you go, oh, everybody wants to see my. Everyone wants to see my stuff. They don't want to talk to him there. Don't want to talk to him there. And he'll sit. And he has such a southern accent. They'll be able to still keep the PG thirteen rating of him saying nigga. Yeah, like, nah, I, I, I ain't wanna see it now. You don't wanna see it now, huh? You don't wanna see it now, huh? You don't wanna, wanna see it now, huh? 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 Anyways. And he goes on to just vivid details of what he's seen and recount because he, he keeps a long list of recording in his eyes. It's fucking genius. It's fucking genius. Patent on that, for sure. Patent. Alright, let's go on to another one. Uh, let's see. Bad superheroes. The proto clown. I'm fucking. I'm da I'm dazed and confused by proto clown. How about dazed and confused, man? He's always dazed. He's always confused. Nah, that's horrible. The horrible oracle. He's able to tell you the fu the future if you can handle it. Yeah, horrible oracle, dude. Horrible oracle. He's able to. He's able to stare upon your eyes and 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 witness your fountain of lies, and for some reason he rhymes too. Yeah, he's one of those. It's like oh, it's basically me, medium J, the horrible oracle. Oh, it's such a cool thing. I might just make I might make a mixtape called Horrible Oracle. I've seen the future, and y'all motherfuckers need to clean it the fuck up. <laughs> and he does nothing. Except just tell people their bad, their bad shit they're gonna do in the future, or the shit that's gonna happen to them. Oh yes, you're fucking. Oh yes, you're fucking car. You're gonna crash your car this Thursday, you fucking cocksucker. See ya. <laughs> Are you gonna? How do I stop? You can't, dude. It's fate. <laughs> it's in the cards. <laughs> Let me go through the tarot cards, and he's like on the Ouija board, like, oh nigga, you die. <laughs> he's talking to the dead. Oh nigga. You about to meet this nigga that died from fucking from jerking off too long, you know? Shit, I don't know. Jerking off in the closet. Well, the horrible, yeah, and he's just very. It'd be it'd be one of those grindhouse characters. It'd be yeah, the horrible oracle with the uh, troll boy and um. Fuck, what was that movie? That movie with I think it was Bruce Willis in the fucking grindhouse. He's fucking. It was a cool movie. I can't remember. Jessica Alba was his daughter. Uh, how about Jessica Alba fan? Just the dude that's a fan of Jessica Alba. Do anything to meet her. Do any. He'll do anything. 
and, and it gets and it gets gay. That's the tagline. Jessica Alba's fan, biggest fan, and it, he'll do anything to meet her, and it does get gay. That's horrible. You gotta have some throwaways. How about a fucking? How about a fat? No, the fastest turtle. It's just a fast turtle, dude. And and and, and he's fucking. He, he's and, and the, the the whole character is you get to love the turtle. You get to you bond with this turtle. You get to love and know him and experience his pains and triumphs of being the fastest turtle. Turtles aren't designed for highway speeds, but he's fucking ripping it. He's a fast turtle. He's like Sonic with but as a turtle. And you know how turtles can live forever? The, that's a problem. He's he's moving at such speeds his organs can't handle it, so he dies at a young age. The fastest turtle. He lived fast and died young. That's fucking genius. That's fine. That's one that's going in the uh that's going in the patent pile for patent and that the fastest turtle. You know what I mean? And he zooms past the hair. You know what I mean? There's a fucking there's obviously a ode to the classic uh fable tortoise and the hair. Oh yeah, it's fucking genius. And and here's the thing. The hair in the thing is slow. He's slow. He's like, well, you know, it's slow and steady. That's the the, the, the rabbit's talk and like slow and steady wins the race. Turtle's like, that's not. And he's smoking cigarettes. The turtle smokes cigarettes in the in the franchise. He's a, he's a smoking cigarettes turtle. We're not actually talking about this. Oh, I got it. I got to have another one, man. This is fucking. It's I'm on a roll right now as far as character developments and shit but for the fastest turtle yeah he smokes cigarettes and he's smoking his fucking cigar or something he's just like that that is never gonna fucking work that never that only happens in fable no it only happens in fairy tales you bitch fucking and it's fucking he's a slack mouth jawed turtle because he doesn't give a fuck he's the fastest out there they can't catch him he commits crimes when he wants and they can't do nothing he's like an asshole fucking superhero like uh Mm, the Will Smith guy in uh, Super? No. Uh, fuck, what is that movie? I'm blanking on... I mean, it's Will Smith. The Will Smith fucking... It's basically he's playing himself and how he's fucking... He, he, what he does without his wife, basically. Uh, fucking Herbie? No. Hancock? Hancock. Herbie Hancock. There you go. That's a good. That's a good superhero, Herbie Hancock, the guy that made fucking the greatest music known to mankind. With How about guy that can make sound? Oh no, that's fucking. It's Carl Winslow from fucking from Police Academy, right? I think it's Carl Winslow. Mr. Winslow, Michael Winslow, Michael Winslow from Car Police. Horrible, but that's actually a superhero. That's actually, it's actually on the list. <laughs> it's actually on the list. I'm gonna have this. Yeah. Kevin Smith from Jay and Silent Bob. Horrible superhero because his power is he's silent and he talks in the series. Yep, good looking, good Jay though. Jay is good looking. That's his power. His good looks, which is fucking excellent. It's excellent. 
Uh, now let's see. Now that we go, we go. Vincent Van Stop. <laughs> now. He's able to fucking paint a picture and throw you in it, dude. He'll just throw you in the picture. Vincent Van Stop. <laughs> it's not Vincent Van Gogh, it's Vincent Van Stop. He's just like, and, and people go, stop. That's a, that's their, he hits them with, he makes them go, stop. And then they get put into a painting. Or no, he, he'll say, I guess he'll have to say stop because they're too busy screaming and yelling while he's throwing them in the painting. But he's like, all right, what do you want to, what, and he, and he, he's, here's the thing, he ties up his fucking, his victims. Ah, oh, this is fucking, Vincent Van Stop. This might be a fucking, you know what, this is a free one. This is, I'll end, I'll end the podcast soon enough. But this is a free one, though. Vincent Van Stop. he's able to tie up his victim, find out the deepest, darkest fears. Then, while they're crying their eyes out, figuring out how the fuck he's, he's interrogating them for their deepest, darkest fears, and he doesn't even—he doesn't even torture them. He lets the painting do that, dude. Fucking, if you're afraid of like hell, he'll paint like a fiery hell thing. If you're, you know, a Christian man, if you're a fucking a doctor, paints like he paints like a, the, a, a terrible surgery gone awry, and you're just stuck in that painting forever, dude. Uh, and it's and, and the the painting moves. It's a world in of itself. It's like another dimension, portal. Basically, God tier Vincent Van Stop. He's a God tier fucking super villain. The only thing is, in reality, it's like fucking Freddy Krueger. In reality, he sucks. You could easily just beat him up, but he preys on you know victims and small kids with with affluent imaginations to, to let his paintings. In it. And sometimes he has paintings of things, and he's like, I gotta find a victim for this, right? So he'll be sitting back, and he'll go like, I got a painting of like outer space and I gotta find someone afraid of heights I could toss him into space it's fucking genius man it's fucking genius you know what I mean anyways uh that's it for the weekend show I guess uh, any of the the characters after you know for my 30 minute hi hiatus of just going on about characters that I invented hit a nigga up man how about how about the uh, uh the old guy because it's like it's not the new guy at work he's the old guy he's 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 been no matter what job he's in he's been there for 30 years and he has the experience to get hired old guy able to get a job anywhere because he's old yeah it's fucking I gotta, yeah better just better just send it on that no <laughs> oh, wait and his yeah his his sidekick Young strapping lad that holds a flashlight. <laughs> you're not. You're holding the flashlight wrong, kid. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> Old guy. For some reason, he's been alive for a thousand years, and no one knows why. Does he? And people, people, and then his like gang of, of people at work at the at the fucking CVS local Walgreens go like hey listen old guy never change I don't plan on doing it I don't I don't plan on doing it kids yeah you kids in my 
You kids are terrible nowadays with your internet and everything. Back in my day, we used to burn witches. <laughs> People go, what? He's crazy. He's, and he, he just think he's old. That his, his power is deception. You just think he's old. Deep down, he's like a vampire. That's his fucking cloak and dagger, dude. It's fucking seven, several seasons. Several se- seasons on Hulu, dude. Already signed. Netflix is fucking trying to buy him out. Trying to buy, buy, trying to buy him out of the contract, dude. This fucking old man and and flashlight boy. Hold the flat. Hold that fucking flashlight steady. It's, it's great. It's genius. It's like like Rick and Morty we could do a thousand seasons on Old Man and Flashlight Boy and then for some reason they always have to get into situations where they have to fix a car so he has to bring out his lad for the flashlight and he's relegated to nothing else so they'll be fighting demons in fucking space or something and then it's like alright these demons are also vampires that I'm fighting so hit them with the flashlight it's it's a thousand grades of fucking LED sun sunlight Hit him with the sunlight real quick. There you go, son. You're holding that. You finally learned how to hold that flash. That's the. This is the. This is the season finale. The show's canceled after this because we got nothing. You finally learned how to flash. Learned how to hold that flashlight, kid. Here's looking at you. And then and then. He fucking gets a little gropey with. This is what gets canceled. He gets a little gropey with his son, his grandson. Like and, like, like and subscribe to the weekend show of Beauty and Jay. You know, and in, in the comment section, throw down your favorite your favorite stupid character. Why not? Why not? Do it. Do it up. It's on YouTube. Go ahead and check this shit out on YouTube. And uh, you know, if you, if you got if you got proto any comics of Proto Clown or Big Bertha or any uh, ambush bug. I am willing to pay you. I am willing to pay you for those exclusive comics because fuck, they are so shitty.